I've just about had enough of you. What is a Christmas? Oh, Santa Claus! I wish you the very best of everything. It is an occasion for great joy and peace on the planet Earth. If we hurry, we can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Hello, and welcome to another episode of 50 Years of Shit Robots, open brackets, Advent Edition, close brackets, with me, Matt Brown, hello, and Stephen Murray. Hello. Uh, Okay, Stephen Murray, just to reiterate credentials, you are a lecturer at Teesside University, and your specialisms are... Uh, TVs, TVs, <laughs> <laughs> fixing television sets, <laughs> TV, film, games, gaming, media—that sort of vibe, isn't it? And animation, yeah. And, and animation. a senior lecturer, actually. Senior lecturer, of course. And you've just added podcasts to your remit, haven't you? Excitingly. Yes, yes I have. Award-winning podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're a doctor of podcasts. <laughs> Dr. Pod. <laughs> uh, and my credentials are uh, virtually zero. Oh. I'm, the, I'm the sort of the um, the Stan Laurel to your Oliver Hardy, aren't I? <laughs> your CV's really long. <laughs> but with no specialism in robots or <laughs> anything like that. Right, so with that said, let's jemmy open another door on our advent calendar. Wow, and behind today's door, I see a, a picture, a painting of a woman, a human woman with extraordinary Princess Leia hair and a lot of gold. Who is this? Oh, that's Ada Lovelace. <laughs> a lovely Ada Lovelace. A lovely Ada Lovelace. <laughs> I've got a memory of a of a QI episode where someone says that she is like the, a pioneer in uh, computer programming. Yeah. Her dad is Lord Byron. Is that right? Uh, oh, come on, I can't have said something that you don't know about it. <laughs> My no, fact. there was I went down I went down a very bizarre <laughs> rabbit hole trying to find out whether she knew uh, Mary Shelley. They were born round about the same time ish. Yeah. And they both died. Ada Lovelace died in eighteen fifty-two, and Mary Shelley died in eighteen fifty-one. So they they were around at the same time. Okay. And uh, there was another. There was a guy as well around at exactly the same time called Humphrey Davy, of famous of the the Davy lamp. Yeah. So Ada Lovelace was what did you say? I think she is the only non-illegitimate child of Lord Byron. <laughs> well, and actually, it's. I think it is significant because her mum wanted to to make her as un-Lord Byron as possible. None of that sort of, like, poetry nonsense. None of them words. And she wanted her to focus on mathematics. And so, in a way, like, having Lord Byron as a dad set her course down the sort of mathematical route. So the route that I went down, Ada Lovelace, Mary Shelley and Humphrey Davies, they were all uh, influenced by and influencers of the Age of Enlightenment. And this was a time when scientific authority began to displace religious authority. So people began to think about things in an entirely different way. Yeah. And obviously Mary Shelley likely went to his lectures at the Royal Institute. She knew of him and she knew of 
especially his work in galvanism, which is using electricity to make bodies move and twitch after they're dead. Right. But he also worked a lot in chemistry. Uh, and because of this age of enlightenment, because religion had been pushed to one side, he started thinking along the lines of uh, that it's not a spirit that uh, creates man, it's the body itself and its workings. And he began to think along the lines of that you can understand and construct things, which is exactly the route that Mary Shelley went down. Now, Ada Lovelace actually was thinking along the same lines. Now, all we know all of this because they kept journals. Mm -hmm. And in a letter that she wrote to a friend thanking uh, about a book, she was hoping, uh, I have my, I have, this is Ada Lovelace, I have my hopes and very distinct ones too, of one day getting cerebral phenomena such that I can put them into a mathematical equation. In short, a law or laws uh, for the mutual action of the molecular construction of the brain. And she even wanted to um, experiment on animals to try and understand the system of the brain. And so she's a, she was essentially a programmer of um, analytical engines, which are machines that can do calculus. Mm. And then she started thinking about constructing brains. Mary Shelley was, went right down that line with Frankenstein, and Humphrey Davies began to write about the separation from the soul from the body. Uh, and that gave him the kind of the thinking power to begin to think that he could construct brains. Going back to Ada for a, a moment, the stuff that I've read about her say that she may have written the first algorithm. Yeah. Which was in conjunction with work that she was doing with Charles Babbage, who was her friend and sort of colleague. And she called she didn't she call all of this poetic science or something like that? Yeah, she did wax lyrical about things like that. Yeah, blowing old dad. She did predict that stuff. that uh, a machine as the analytical engine would eventually appropriate software that could do much more than solving mathematical problems. So she really is taking it beyond it being a machine, a giant calculator. I like the idea, and I know this is like this is me making this connection. But I like the idea that someone who was like fascinated by mathematics and was clearly like a genius, Ada Lovelace, but had this connection to poetry and connection mm. to um, sort of a, a different way of thinking. She had sort of two ways of thinking about things, caused her to to think more cerebrally about the um the potential for something like this rather than the pure mathematicians who were just like oh look at my machine oh my machine is so good <laughs> that's my impression of charles babbage by the way is that how he talks <laughs> there's somebody winding like a, a handle at the back like an early robot <laughs> now mentioning sort of the, the more creative side of it humphrey davies himself used to write poetry he used to draw sketches of his friends as well he was quite uh it's quite accomplished. Brilliant. One other quick thing about Ada. Um, I mean, she was very young when she died. She died of mm. cancer and she was in her 30s. So she'd not, not only had she um, helped Charles Babbage um, work on his analytical engine, not only was she the first person to recognise that the machine had applications beyond pure calculation, but she also had three kids in that in that oh, time wow. as well. 
um, <laughs> and and she died when she was thirty six. Yeah, and her husband was very supportive. Yeah, they're good. I mean, she was obviously like a f- freaking genius. Mm. And but, she was given the freedom to be a genius. I mean, if you think about it, though, I mean, Mary Shelley and Ada Lovelace and Humphrey Davies, they were all fairly well off. I did a little, little research into the children of Ada's. Um, and one of her children, Anne Blunt, 15 Baron, 15th Baroness of Wentworth, along with her husband, the poet Wilfred Blunt, created the Crabbit Arabian Stud in England. Um, so this is horses. Oh, but, thank God for that. I was getting a little turned on there. <laughs> but apparently, to this day, the vast majority of purebred Arabian horses trace their lineage to at least one crabbit ancestor. Oh, wow. Right. We're going to shut the door on Ada Lovelace. Brilliant. Really enjoyed that. We will have another lovely, tasty Christmas morsel for you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time.